0: check your feelings at the door
1: check it out check it out
0: this is am i reister or am i wrong we're bringing you facts and only the truth now am i reister or am i wrong
3: we need to talk about auburn football and brian Harson. On Halloween, Auburn gave Brian Harson a trick and the War Dam Eagle fan base a treat by firing their embattled head coach after a 3 and 5 start to the season. Now, two things can be true. You can have a toxic working conditions and a bad head coach. Some people might make it seem like Brian Harson was doomed from the start because he was brought into a school that was notorious for dictating what coaches could be hired too many cooks in the kitchen but at the end of the day for the school to be 100% at blame Brian Harson would have had to be better on the field in the recruiting with his assistant coaches but he wasn't now i don't think Brian Harson is worried about the blame at this point in time he's got another 15 million dollars coming his way after actually on top of the 8 plus million dollars that he already got for less than two years worth of work. Now, nobody's crying for Brian Harson or anybody with the Harson last name, but let's get into exactly what made Brian Harson a bad coach at Auburn. First, you cannot come into the SEC without a plan to recruit, and he did not. Boise State spent over a decade being the Alabama of the group of five conferences. And if a three star West Coast recruit wasn't getting the love from USC, UCLA, Oregon, or Washington, they had as good a chance of ending up at Boise State as anybody else in the country. Now, Auburn doesn't recruit itself, but even if it did, not a task you can pawn off on assistant coaches. And even if you could, you have to surround yourself with assistants that you trust. And for them to trust you, you must treat them with dignity. And he didn't do that. It took just four games into Brian Harson's tenure to fire wide receivers coach Cornelius Williams, a Birmingham native who was then scooped up by rival Alabama. Brian Harson also kicked offensive coordinator Mike Bobo to the curb after one year, only to replace him with a 32 year old Austin Davis who resigned after six. Weeks, defensive coordinator Derek Mason followed him out the door and took a $400,000 pay cut just to not to have to see Brian Harson's face or be in that work environment when he left to go to Oklahoma State. Do you realize how much you have to hate your work environment and the people that you work with if you take a $400,000 pay cut? Come on, man. But at least the players had his back, right? I mean, well, kind of, sort of. Every player is built differently, and you saw a pretty clear split amongst uh, the Auburn players. Some wanted a coach who was invested in them and in their future, and some of them just wanted a coach who was going to do the right things on the gridiron. Of all the players that left Auburn, one of the most common criticisms about Brian Harson is that he had no interest in who they were, where they came from, Off the field. Now, Smoke Monday, who plays for the Saints right now, said Brian Harson had no curiosity or interest in him as a person. Former Auburn wide receiver Kobe Hudson, now at UCF, said if Harson learned to relate to the people, He'll be the next Nick Saban. Now, you would think that a coach who's making millions of dollars off these kids back would at least want to get to know them a little bit. Right. At least pretend that way they feel good about you feeling good about them like you care about them. And they'll go out there and play harder and make sure your pockets get fat, homie, and make sure that you get more wins. Now, maybe the best evidence that Harson was an uncaring football robot is his refusal to even discuss the vaccination publicly in 2021 when the state of Alabama was being ravaged by COVID deaths and hospitalizations. Harson's interpersonal issues, along with the program's worst record in a decade, and a massive Rosser exodus led to one of the uglier attempted booster coups in college football history with rumors of an affair with a staffer dominating the headlines. And once that happened, it was only a matter of time before the situation became untenable. It wasn't when Brian Harson, if Brian Harson was going to be fired, it was when Brian Harson was going to be fired. And not only are the Tigers 3-5 and five at the end of October, their 22 total touchdowns this year is nine less than their former quarterback, Bo Nix, who they swore, he's terrible, he sucks. Well, he's done nine more than that in seven games alone. Now, Auburn is back in the situation of being a new head coach While two dozen influential boosters likely make some more of the same too many cooks in the kitchen mistakes that they did last time around, Auburn is a circus and every circus needs a clown. Jimbo Fisher already identified two clowns in the SEC and you ain't getting saving. So it might be time to hop on the lane train. Lane Kiffin, come on down. Uh, Dan Letty, come on down. And every other big name coach that Auburn's gonna float out that they're not going to get. And as far as Brian Harson goes, he'll be fine. His track record and reputation out west will get him in the door for every interview that comes open. And it's not crazy to consider himself a clubhouse leader for the University of Colorado job or any Mountain West job that comes open this offseason. The marriage between Auburn and Harson severely exposed flaws of everybody involved. If Auburn's boosters can't back off and let their next head coach build their program, and if Brian Harson can't find a way to relate on a human level to everybody around him, assimilate to the place that he's at, then the next chapter for both of these parties involved in this debacle is going to have the exact same ending. Let that sink in.